0: Hello and welcome to the first season and the first episode of my podcast, the regular Joe Rawcast. My name is Joe Fuentes and I am starting a podcast to talk about random subjects that have been on my mind. I am a husband, a father of two. I have a 17 year old son and a 15 year old daughter. I have been a nursing home administrator since 2001, 19 years, about 22 years in the nursing home industry. I am a co-owner of a very cool place called Chill Pots. It's a paint-your-own-pottery studio that my wife runs on a daily basis. And so I wanted to try my hand at a podcast, and so here we go. So, we are coming live to you from Windsor, Colorado. It is a little bedroom community located right in the middle of Greeley, Fort Collins and Loveland. It's a beautiful little town. We really enjoy living here. We do have fires raging in the mountains, though. There are four major fires, and one just started uh, yesterday, I believe it was, on Saturday. So my thoughts and prayers to all the firefighters and those people whose houses are directly affected by the fires. And, of course, we're all affected by the fires because Colorado is one smoky haze right now. I mean, it is crazy. We can't even see the mountains, and we're only about a 20-minute drive from the mountains. So my thoughts and prayers out to all of those people. Hopefully, everybody's houses are safe, and they can get a fire line and get some of them contained. Because right now, not too many of those fires are contained. There is one. It is called the Pine Gulch, and I believe that is north of Grand Junction. And it is a 130,000 acres burnt so far. Uh, I mean, a crazy amount of acres. And uh, they're saying that's the second largest fire in recorded history in Colorado. So, boy, our mountains, they're really taking a beating. Uh, they did, Polis, Governor Polis did Saturday, I believe it was, Uh, say that there's a state of disaster emergency so they did send the National Guard out so hopefully they can get a some relief out there and help people help the firefighters and uh, speaking of disasters being a nursing home administrator uh, there's this little thing called COVID-19 the pandemic oh boy there's never been a better time to be a nursing home administrator kidding this is probably the worst time to be a nursing home administrator or director of nursing or in the nursing homes. We have already had a pretty stressful job <laughs> for the last 19 years. It's definitely changed over the years. And, uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of changes and it seems like the government gets stricter with nursing homes. There's more oversight. There's more regulation. There's just everything kind of mounts. And, uh, Uh, just every year there's a change and it doesn't seem to get better. So with COVID-19, holy cow, we live in Weld County, which was really a hotbed a month and a half to two months ago where there was a lot of deaths in the nursing homes in the Greeley area. Um, some Some of my friend, one of my good friends, she runs a nursing home over in Greeley and she had a lot of deaths and a lot of devastation go through her Um, through her nursing home and one of the meatpacking plants over there had it pretty rampant and I'm sure some of her workers I mean I know some of her workers came from that plant they had husbands or boyfriends or some kind of relative that they lived with and probably brought that in that way would be my guess I live I live in Windsor I said and that is in Well County also it is uh, west of Greeley and we have been fortunate enough we have about a um, we run right around a hundred residents usually and we've been very fortunate that we have had no covid cases no positives in residents or staff we had uh, pretty lucky we have to send out when they come in for admission they are in quarantine for fourteen days and on day twelve we've been testing and we've had no positives and i mean that's been great and just um any of the staff, of course, we have to screen them daily. And we've had nobody, the people we have had to send home that's had different things, we uh, different symptoms, signs of symptoms, we have had them tested and they've all came back negative. With that being said, this Tuesday and Wednesday, we were informed that we have to do testing mandated testing for all residents and all staff. So to say I'm a little nervous (laughs) is an understatement. Uh, Very stressful for me because we are gonna do around 100 residents and about that many staff. So if you're running 200 tests, what's the chances you're not gonna have somebody come back positive that's asymptomatic, especially with these younger uh, CNAs and nurses. It makes me very nervous because I'm one that says uh, you know what nobody's showing signs and symptoms, nobody's getting sick leave well enough alone. The reason we have to test is I guess it's attached to the stimulus money that the company's getting. So uh, I guess that is that we will see the results will probably come back uh, we're thinking Thursday or Friday. So it'll either be a really interesting weekend or a very joyful weekend for me as a nursing home administrator and my staff. But, you know, kudos to my staff though, thus far being COVID free in a hotbed county. It was a hotbed county. So we shall see how this ends up. Um, You know, it's already frustrating enough to be a nursing home administrator during this time because there is changing guidance. I mean, it was almost daily, now it's at least weekly. And we get on calls with, the government, you know, with the state of Colorado, and they're giving us some kind of guidance that's changed about every week. We also get on calls with CMS, the uh, Center for Medicaid and Medicare services, where we get some funding from. And they have guidance their way. And then of course there's the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. They have their own guidance. And then we hop on another call for a weekly call and it's the uh, gut company call where again, we get guidance that it's different from the others. And then they say, consult your local health authorities, your county health authorities for their guidance and go by that. So uh, yeah, not a real fun time to be a nursing <laughs> administrator. Like I said, it is crazy. Um, and then with the kids starting back in school, that always puts a new wrinkle in it also, because uh, already in Windsor Mid- Middle School, they had a positive case, so there's several people, teachers and students that are quarantining, so I think this is going to be very interesting school year. And with the flu season coming up, that's even going to put a second wrinkle into it, because Everybody that gets flu symptoms is gonna also probably say that they, you know, triggering for COVID-19. So we'll be doing flu swabs and COVID-19 swabs. And I mean, it's just gonna be an endless cycle. Not really looking forward to that. And when will this ever end? I don't know. I don't see a quick end to this. Uh, We are giving guidance now that we have to wear some kind of eye protection, just like a mask. Anytime, any area that we wear a mask, we have to wear eye protection. So I guess, uh, you know, after four or five months into this, all of a sudden we need to protect our eyes. So not sure where that guidance came from, but we are now wearing goggles and, or um, safety glasses over. I have to wear them over my glasses because I can't see anything with my glasses on without, I'm sorry, without my glasses on. And so that is an interesting wrinkle too. Also with the uh, Chill Pots, our paint your own pottery studio, we had just started that probably, I think it was in March. And uh, so then the COVID hit right after that. So the timing on that was crazy. Uh, we're slowly getting customers back in but for a while my wife had to do her baskets where you would pick up a basket and she'd have all these supplies in there and you could take it home and paint it which worked out really well and then they even kind of shut that down for a while and so starting a new business during the covid was uh it's a very challenging she's slowly getting customers back in they you know they do the wipe down the sanitation wear the mask inside and that kind of thing. So we've had it from all directions. So I will continue to update you on COVID-19 and how it is affecting my life in the nursing home facility and on in my other business, Chill Pots, the Paint Your Own Pottery Studio. And these updates, I will try to do them each time. So I look forward to that. Okay, so I will touch on politics a little bit. Oh yes, everybody's favorite subject, politics. You know, is it just me or do politics get more disgusting year after year? It just seems like they do. So we got two presidential candidates coming up here in November that we get to choose from. Well, I don't think the choices are great myself. I'm more of a libertarian or independent type. I kind of like what Wayne Dyer used to say, the self-help guy Wayne Dyer. He used to say, I'm independent of the good opinion of others. It's kind of how I feel about both the Democratic and Republican parties. I think they're both in bed together most of the time. I think they pretend like they fight on some issues, but I think it's a good old boys club a lot of ways. Um, So who knows, that's just my opinion. So let's talk about Donald Trump and Joe Biden. These two candidates, Donald Trump, this guy has no self-control when it comes to Twitter and tweeting. He says some ridiculous things on there. Doesn't he have anybody that can tell him, no, that, is, that does not need to be said. That is better left unsaid. Donald, sometimes silence is golden. Sometimes non-tweeting is the best thing. I mean, it's ridiculous some of the things he puts out there. And then there's Joe Biden. What does Donald Trump call him? Sleepy Joe Biden? From what I've seen, he has been in the basement for a while trying to not get COVID, I guess. I'm not sure why he's hiding out, but people are claiming that they look at him and he has dementia just the way he speaks and some of his affects and the way he walks. I have a 38-bed dementia unit in the nursing home that I run, and you know what? They might not be too far off. I think the guy definitely has something going on, uh, possibly could be some form of dementia because he definitely says some things that are a little out there. It seems like he's not tracking properly. I couldn't tell you what stage of dementia he's in because I can't remember the stages right offhand, but. He definitely has something going on there. So those are the two we have to choose from. I will say I did like how the economy was going under Donald Trump. So if I had to pick between the lesser of the two evils, I would probably right now lean towards Donald Trump. Uh, Joe Biden, they kind of wonder if he's going to make it through his term. And some of the things he said, I think he wonders if he's going to make it through his full term. So it's, uh, what is it, Kamala Harris? Camilla Harris? I don't know. Everybody pronounces it wrong, so I probably did too. But I'm not real sure I want her as the president, so I'm kind of looking at that too. So right now, I would say politically I'm leaning towards Donald Trump, although no, no perfect candidates there. You would think that maybe we could get candidates to choose from that are, you know... A little, I don't know, a little more youthful, a little more energetic. Why can't we get anybody under 93 years old to run for president for good, good Lord's sake? I mean, come on. Surely there's somebody, a senator or something out there in their 50s, even in their 60s, that we could vote for. Why do we have to get these older gentlemen that, you know, their better days have been behind them for? probably 20 years, but that's just my opinion. So yeah, I generally vote independent. And so I can choose from different candidates and I don't not just uh, wrestled into the Democratic and Republican uh, candidates. Way long ago, I was a Democrat when I first registered. I think I just did that because my dad was a Democrat for years and years. So I just chose to be a Democrat at that time. Then I switched to independent not too long after that and been that pretty much uh, the whole time since then. And then uh, also I will continue to watch what happens with Trump and Biden until November. See if my mind changes and it'll definitely be interesting with all the uh, you know, with the Black Lives Matter, with uh, all that's going on, some of the protests and some of the rioting and just different things happening in the cities. It'll be really interesting to see how they address these issues and uh, what comes of it. So more to come on that in future podcasts. Okay, so the final segment of my first ever podcast is to be a little humor. I like writing poetry. That's kind of funny. Well, it's funny to me anyway. I like writing jokes. Yeah, yeah, they're usually dumb dad jokes. I'll admit it. And I also like, do you remember on Facebook? I haven't seen it lately, but they used to have the Mexican word of the day. Well, I always got a kick out of those and I wrote a bunch of my own actually. So I don't want to copyright it. Uh, infringement here so I will call it Hispanic word of the day how about that we'll go with that so warning 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 if you are offended by Mexican word of the day this is your time this is your warning to turn off uh, this podcast because I am going for it I think people are a little too uptight nowadays and I think with everything going on I think we need to have fun in life I think we need to make fun of each other more and uh, quit being so damn uptight about everything. I think some of my uh, best friends, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, I think the best times we have is when we bust each other's balls and we just have a good time. And you know what, because color really doesn't matter. When people say it does and that you have to Uh, Bend over backwards for this or that and take into mind color and all that stuff. I think it's total bullshit I really do in a true if you want to truly teach your kids something I think you need to make up your mind to teach them that color does not matter because if you stop and think about it What the hell does pigment matter? color does not matter so with that said like I said here's your warning if you're going to be offended I would turn it off, but here's a couple that I made up, so I hope you enjoy them. My first one, oh yeah, just to mention too, we have a 13-year-old, 13-year-old, sorry, 13-week-old French bulldog named Briscoe. He just came into our family when he was eight weeks old, and we really love that dog. He's, uh, he was supposed to be my daughter's dog, but I've kind of adopted him I didn't want him and me and him are pretty good buddies so these are a couple of dog jokes along with the Hispanic word of the day so um, in honor of Briscoe our new French bulldog who in later podcasts I'll talk more about because we're right in the middle of training and he's doing really well he's a really smart little bulldog I will do a couple of Mex- uh, Hispanic words of the day The first one is, the word is, I doctor. My dog was sick, so I doctor him to health. Ah, come on, that was good. The second one is, chili dog. I knitted a sweater for my chihuahua, because he is a chili dog. Well, I hope you enjoyed those two little jokes, and uh, I'll have other jokes and other Hispanic words of the day coming up, just to lighten the mood and Hopefully it makes somebody's day or at least chuckle a little bit. So I really appreciate you tuning into my podcast and my uh, random thoughts and my wacky sense of humor, I guess you could say at times, but I plan on doing these more in the future. Um, Had fun with this and hopefully we can broach some other subjects and just have a good time and get away from the daily stresses of life. So thank you and you guys have a good week.